you put it on social media. Right? Right? <laughs> Not only did you do something that you knew wasn't okay, mm-hmm. you bragged about it. Right. To however many billions of people have TikTok. Like, come on, people. <laughs> well, I, I keep <laughs> thinking about the rule of the, the DAS pass, the disability pass, where Disney has said if they catch you using it when you're not supposed to, they will ban you for the park. And honestly, the only way I think they're going to know it is if you get on social media and like, guess what I got to do? I fooled Disney. I want you banned because you're stupid if you do that, honestly. Right? Not because you're just cheating. Not only because you're cheating, but also because you're stupid. Because who does that? That's awful. Listen, and yes, Disney loves to make magical moments. But don't force them to make a mat because then you're just ruining it for everybody. Yeah. But then we have like, something to laugh about because we're laughing at you. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, we proudly present our spectacular show of podcast magic and imagination full of Disney wonder, news, and pop culture. It's the Main Street Electrical Podcast with Jim Novotny and David Dollar. Hey, Jen. Hey, Dave. It's the Main Street Electrical Podcast. <laughs> Cosmic Rewind. Yeah. So I heard you guys went on Guardians like last week. Oh my gosh. Yes, I did. I mean, I would ask I you how you Disneyed, but I'm assuming that's what you're going to tell me. I is mean, there, like. Okay, is there anything else you can say besides Guardians of the Galaxy Cosmic Rewind? What do you mean? Oh. Oh. How you um, Disneyed? I went to Disney and did other things too. Okay, and we'll I, get to that. <laughs> and um, aside from that, I came back and I just wrote a newsletter article about Disney. You did. So Very cool. Counts. So does how would count? somebody get on our newsletter so they could hear oh. all the fun stuff going on? Well, lovely. Um, so you could absolutely head over to our website. Walk over to our website, mm-hmm. www.uponastartravel.com, and a lovely little pop-up if you sit there long enough, every right. 10 seconds, yep. it'll say, subscribe. And Very good. type in your email if you don't already get our newsletter. We can happily subscribe you. That's called marketing. Uh, boom, welcome boom, into boom, the show, boom. of course. Joining us here, as we're going to talk about Cosmic Rewind a little bit later on this evening, yes. uh, is quasi-producer Heather back from her own trip. So I thought it would be a great idea to have both of you on to share the story and the, the glory of the Guardians of Galaxy yes. ride. Hello, Heather. Hello. I'm excited to talk about this. Now, how did you Disney this week besides Guardians of the Galaxy? So I got mm-hmm. the little um, photo opportunity at Epcot. With oh. orange bird on my fingers. I saw oh. that. That's it's like awesome. my dream come true. That's awesome. <laughs> so cute. I love it. I love it. Well, I mean, mine is brief. I'm wearing my People Mover shirt, which is right here. And it's got People Mover along the bottom. I think I posted it on my Instagram like two or three weeks ago. And I'm like, I want this shirt. Just kind of a little random post of Shop Disney stuff I was looking for. Saw it at Disneyland. And without even a word, I had it in my hands. And Steph was like, you're buying that? I'm like, I'm buying it. I'm not even. 100%. I mean, 100% I'm buying this shirt. I'm immediately buying this shirt. I bought like two other shirts too, which is crazy. But but yeah, my People Mover shirt, which I love. It's so comfortable. It's great. I can fit in it. It's awesome. So yeah, really, that's my Disney story is just quotes and t-shirts all week. Yeah. That's fair. All week. So we will talk about uh, the trips that you guys had. Of course, you guys were overlapping. We, I saw the picture of you guys meeting at the airport. As Jen was leaving, <laughs> Heather was coming in. So Literally, she got on the plane that I got off of. Really, that Venn diagram is like just a smidge gray in the overlap there, uh, which is awesome. But first, let's do a little news. Oh, my 
Now, as I mentioned as I was talking to you guys before the show started, if uh, and this is for everybody, guys, if you guys are going to Disney on May 20th and 21st, you might want to consider changing your trip. Uh, Tony Orlando will now be replacing Flock of Seagulls. So if you're a Tony Orlando fan, you definitely want to book for that weekend. Oh, my God. The Garden Rock series at Epcot, they have a concert series of a, probably a few has-beens, some never-will-bees, some people who've maybe had their concerts heyday 20, 30, 50 years ago, but they're back, which is great. Uh, Flock of Seagulls apparently has Runaway, uh, and Tony Orlando is Flown away? Flown away. Um, you know, I... Iran, I have no idea. Uh, I don't know if Dawn is coming with Tony Orlando. That's an old joke there, but uh, Tony Orlando is replacing Flock of Seagulls. It is a light news week, by the way. Uh, just, uh, just so <laughs> that, that's the that's, that's our leading gig. We all do also do know that Kite Fails, I mean Kite Tales, is uh, changing up. They are no longer doing like the human performers. I think they're actually just doing some water stuff, and so they're kind of changing the show up. That's happening later, but later on. And um, one of the greater stories I've seen in a while. Disney is donating $30,000 to give kids the world. If you've ever uh, wondered what yeah. happens to those coins and those fountains and the waterways and stuff that you drop in there, they, they donate them. So they they're do. donating $30,000 to give kids the world, which is amazing. I think Such a fantastic cause. So, Such um, a fantastic Okay, this. for people who don't know, Heather, give us an explanation of Give Kids, give kids the World. I know yeah. you, you know a little bit about it. So what is Give Kids the World? What do they do? What does that mean? So basically it's a nonprofit and what they do is they have fundraisers where people raise money, organizations mm -hmm. raise money. And these people have, um, kids, a lot of them have, it's kind of think make a wish, um, terminal diseases, terminal illnesses. Some of them are disabled, whatever. And their mm -hmm. one wish is to go to Disney and not only do they send them to Disney, but Give Kids the World Village is like an experience in itself. I have had clients that have children that have done the whole Give Kids mm -hmm. the World stay and then extended their Disney vacation to stay on property. And it's phenomenal. I, I mean, all the tears every single time mm -hmm. they arrive, they send the photos. And I'm just like, oh, my gosh, what this organization does is oh, it just pulls at my heartstrings. I love it. I love it. I've seen the pictures and stuff. I've never been involved with the, with anything they've done but or any of the, the fundraisers, but it's yeah. something to keep in mind, too. If you guys are out there looking and you love Disney and you're like, I have a little bit of money to give for taxes. I don't know what to do with it. I want to donate some stuff. Give Kids the World is a great, great organization. Absolutely. What they do. So um, final note here. Well, actually, two final notes here. First of all, the, the whole trend on TikTok where people are coming on TikTok and they're like, hey, I wore a really skanky shirt to the parks and Disney gave me a free shirt. Apparently, Disney is now turning people away at the gate, not allowing them in. I've seen three different stories of people being turned away now where they're not going mm -hmm. in anymore. One TikToker was writing how basically bitter, but they had they weren't able to get in the park. They were turned away, weren't able to get in because she was wearing like a little half shirt and stuff. And so Disney is – well, here's the thing, guys. Stop TikToking. Stop telling everybody what your secrets are. Right. Like – if I, if you guys weren't TikToking, you'd dude, still be able to do this crap. Disney's not looking at this. I mean, you're nuts. You could just it's tell just... you could just tell your people and be fine. What? But and anytime they do something stupid, like hey, look what I did in Disney, and then you find out you see that person's account like notified two mm -hmm. weeks later that says, "Oh, I was contacted. I'm not allowed back in the park." You put it on social right? media. <laughs> right. Not only did you do something that you knew wasn't okay, mm -hmm. you bragged about it. Right. To 
however many billions of people have TikTok. Like, come on, people. <laughs> well, I, I keep <laughs> thinking about the rule of the, the DAS Pass, the Disability Pass, where Disney has said if they catch you using it when you're not supposed to, they will ban yes. you for the park. And honestly, the only way I think they're going to know it is if you get on social media and like, guess what I got to do? I fool Disney. I want you banned because you're stupid if you do that, honestly. Right? Not because you're just cheating. Not only because you're cheating. But also because you're stupid. Because who does that? That's awful. Listen, and yes, Disney loves to make magical moments. But don't force them to make a mat Because then you're just ruining it for everybody. Yeah. But then we have like, something to laugh about because we're laughing at you. I mean, that's idiot. true. That, that, that's the, so. You might think we're sounding rude, but I think you're rude for trying to do that. So. Exactly. Um, finally, and this is a little fun thing here. The, the Disneyland Auction Heritage Signature Collection is going up for auction now. Um, there is an auction happening May 21st and 22nd in Heritage, Heritage Auctions. And then we can put the, mm -hmm. the, the link on the website. Uh, there's a whole list of products here that are now auctioned, like including a park-used original Skyway gondola. Bidding what? starts at 14000 Um An original Club 33 sign. Bidding is starting at 3300 An original Enchanted Tiki Room sign. Bidding is starting at 3500 And one of my favorites here, an actual Carrollwood Pacific Railroad wheel in use from 1950 to 1953, only 2300 And that's the bidding. Okay, you obviously it's going to go higher. Now that, listen, Brady Novotny would be all over that one. You can actually go on. It's, on, it's a cool plaque, too. It's got the wheel and little case and a plaque and everything. That's cool. Um, a lot of fun stuff. We'll put that link on the website just because it's a very little fun, fun little thing to look yeah. around because, I mean, honestly, Jen, I think we could probably pool our money and get us a park-used gondola Skyway. Our uh, Skyway gondola. I mean, it seats. Imagine the social media pictures we could take in a, in a gondola. We could that, put it in somebody's garden, and right? that would be perfect. We could put a Pawn Star on it. Find some, I mean, somebody in this agency happens to own a truck, obviously. Put it in the back of the truck, a Pawn Star on it. We could all sit in the back and wave. I mean, this is, it pays for itself, Jen. It pays for itself. Yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> also announced, Guardians of the Galaxy Cosmic Rewind will be a virtual queue. Will also be an individual attraction selection, mm -hmm. lightning lane attraction, individual selection. I don't know what they're calling it these days, but it's the one you got to pay for. <sighs> you don't have to have Genie Plus to get it. You just pay for right. it outright at 7 a.m. We can talk about later how that works if, if you need some questions. Yeah. If you have questions about that, please contact us. We're happy to walk it through it if you book with yes. us. Um, no free info. But uh, no, we'll, we'll talk about all that later. But yeah, virtual queue. Uh, as we suspected, it's going to be virtual queue or yes. individual s selection because the line would be ridiculous. And as I see, I've seen the pictures and Heather talked about that queue apparently inside the building is not very long. So people are wrapping around like like outside, mm -hmm. squiggly, scraggly, zigzagging, whatever. So let's talk a little bit about Guardians of the Galaxy. I don't, I'm going to leave it to you two. I don't know where you want to start, but let's talk about the line, the queue, <sighs> uh, how you got there, blah, blah, blah. Let's let's go. Oh my gosh. Okay. Greatest thing ever. I know. It was like, <laughs> it, was, it was so good. So, well, I went down for um, media preview mm -hmm. and Heather, you went down AP preview mm -hmm. and we missed each other just by little like bit. hours. Yeah. Literally hours. Literally <laughs> two hours. <laughs> Except we saw we passed in the airport, okay. but um, okay. So where do you want to start? You want to start like, let's start with the outside. I guess let's start with the outside. Start with the outside. Yep. Okay, well, okay. Well, let me do this yeah. first. Let me for, for people who are check out in, our backgrounds. Tune into the episode for the first time, and they were like, "What in the world is Guardians of the Galaxy?" Guardians of the Galaxy, of course, is a Marvel property. It came out. Yes. It was an obscure Marvel property for probably the first two decades it existed, and then it came big in 2014, 2015 when the first movie right. came out as part of the Marvel yep. Cinematic Universe. They have built a ride now, like a roller coaster called Cosmic Rewind, where all the characters are there. One of the only properties now that basically has two rides: one at Disney World and one at Disneyland that are completely right. different 
different attractions. Mm -hmm. So it's not even like the same attraction. Like Buzz Lightyear has, you know, has no, it's different attractions, which is crazy. So that's where we begin. And of course you got the media preview. Heather had the AP, Mm -hmm. uh, AP invitation. So yeah, let's start with the outside getting there, the lines. What does it look like? Well, when I walked in, you actually had the zigzag queue outside, mm-hmm. Heather. So you'll have to talk about that. When I walked in, it was a little more limited in terms of who was there. So there was no line outside. <laughs> so I walked in and and you just walk right into the queue, which says Wonders of Xandar, which is kind of the storyline. You are, you are, you were going to go see the wonders of Xandar. Mm-hmm. You are going to use these different, you know, time portal little machines and because they're trying to i don't want to go too much into the storyline but mm-hmm. they do incorporate the guardians we? just can we <laughs> i yeah, know like, i think we can i think we can i, I think, think we, we can. can and i think, I think we okay. should just say can we just preface this episode and say there's going to be spoilers right yes right. there, there has to be because it's well, I it's want to talk fantastic. about it. I want to and know I about wish... it and, and I want to the story yeah. and kind of, you know, what to expect. So, yeah. 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 Okay. So when you walk first in and you see that, um, which rewind here, mm-hmm. uh, there rewind. are so many odes to old school Epcot and Horizons oh my gosh. in this attraction. So it's many. amazing. I love that. So, so many. I love it. Old school, like 1980s Disney fans are like literally losing their mind over how amazing it is. But whenever you walk past the iconic sign, um, yes. the Xandar sign, the Xandar and sign. then you walk into what is it called? It's called a Galaxarium. Is that Galaxarium. The Galaxarium, which <laughs> has all these cool projections. And these, like, did you see yeah. the turkey leg? Yes, the turkey leg. Yeah. So one of the cast members was telling me that there's like hours of this footage so that if you are stuck, so David, it's mm-hmm. whenever you walk in, you're like on the ground level and yeah. the queue spirals up yes. for you as you keep walking past stuff, it spirals okay. up. So you like circle around the galaxarium, but okay. there's this entire projection show that is like on the ceiling <gasps> and there's, I only caught like two Easter eggs, but apparently in that whole section of that building, and I guess in the video, yeah. there's like tons of Easter eggs in there. Mm-hmm. And I only caught like two. I think them. I only saw two or three myself, but even I was like blown away even by that. I was like, okay, well I can totally stand here for like an hour and look at all of this because it, was it kept fantastic. changing. Mm-hmm. It's like, it, 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 it's like the lines and then it turns into like, oh, this is the earth. Okay. And then it like and then like you see like light points coming together again and then you're it's like a turkey leg you're like what the heck it's a turkey leg (laughs) i think she even makes a joke at one part and she's like and we want to know about you earthlings and your fascination with the turkey leg why just the leg do you (laughs) eat the rest of the body (laughs) meanwhile most disney fans are like i'm not eating a turkey leg right but it's, it's like this iconic thing yeah it was, it was fabulous. So that's the Galaxarium mm-hmm. area. And then, and then you wind up and you go through. I'm like looking at my picture. So I have like the right order. Like, so I remember the order of everything. Um, that Okay. So then the next one is like this glass. Con- so you yes. walk, you continually walk by all these little glass containers. Yeah. Um, how, how can I describe it? What other queue has that, that I'm like forgetting well, right a now. little bit of pandora yes. like in the in the science lab the science yes. lab so it's like little glass cases mm-hmm. and i kind of want to say um what is it called what's the star wars one that everybody loses rise over the oh rise there of you the go oh, okay yeah. you know how Sorry. they have like the um 
the little uniforms and yes. mm-hmm. whatever like the that are in the glass thing. So they have display. this as you're continually to yes. walk around the queue after you circle around the Galaxarium and you're on like level two. They yes. have this projection mapping thing. So think yeah. of, you know, whenever you're on um, the people mover right? and they slow you down, they bring you past like Walt's version of like what Epcot was supposed to be. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Think if there was a way that you could do um, virtual projection mapping onto these teeny tiny uh, little models. And they explain yeah. the whole story of like right. how they're going to take you, you know, from earth and, you know, deliver, I don't know, everybody to Epcot, yeah. which then gets to the mm-hmm. next point you wrap around. You wrap well. You wrap around. You see that. You see the like little spacesuits. Yeah, and you see, like a mm-hmm. model of the um, of that the star um, star blasters, star blaster. I I can I, never remember. I want to call it a star speeder, <laughs> but that's Star Wars. And I, I really can't. should probably know all of the terms for it, but I was just like so enthralled with what was going to happen. So I was just like, who even knows? Yeah. So David, if you know the actual official terms, yeah, that's what I'm looking for. And like, I, I should know this too. I should. Uh, know. Yeah, we should all. And I know we've, we've used the correct term on the show and I just can't. Star I Blaster. Right. Oh my gosh. I was right. Star, star, star Blaster. Blaster. Yeah. yeah. I believe it's a Xandarian Star Blaster. Yes. Okay, the Xandarian Star Blaster. Yep. And they do have, they have a lovely model of that as well. Yes. And then we go to the next room. With the <laughs> and then. You round this corner and there's this like newscaster who is interviewing the guardians. Yes. And, and Jen, I don't know if whenever you were passing it, like the few times that like you wrote it, if you go by at a certain time, which I was super excited that he was doing it whenever we were walking by, she's interviewing star Lord <laughs> and he's talking about like, Oh my gosh, Epcot. I've been to Epcot. I can't wait to no. ride horizons. <laughs> he looks again. I didn't catch him saying that. He yes, goes, I, I, I can't wait that. to ride Horizons <laughs> and that Universe of Energy ride. He's like, and sing Veggie Veggie Fruit Fruit. I'm like, <laughs> oh my gosh, this is amazing. Oh, I'm so sad I didn't see it. Like, I I heard bits and pieces, but there wasn't a line, so I wasn't waiting that long. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I, everybody was giggling about that because we were just like, That's oh my gosh, so like, funny. this is fantastic. It was like hilarious. And then you go around. I don't know what those other bubble things were on the wall. Well, like there was one with um, Groot and Rocket. And like mm-hmm. they're sort of interacting with each other. Um, mm-hmm. that, I actually have a picture of that one, which is why I remember that. So it's just like different guardians, you know, in the different bubbles. Yeah. And then um, they have like just different. I don't, I don't even display. know. Display. It's like. Yeah. You know, it's just display. It's it's a reference to either old school Epcot or the Guardians movie. Well, and, I, and I've read articles. I've been looking for Easter eggs yeah. and stuff. And there are symbols in language all the way through it. Like Alex all Trebek is referenced. Ellen is referenced. Um, the old school Horizons logo is in a couple of places. There's a hidden yeah. Mickey in one of the maps. You just have to know where to look and how to look for it. It's easy to miss a lot of that stuff. Well, so, because and also so many because there are some in the queue screens. Mm-hmm, right. It's based on when you're walking by it. Right. You know, mm-hmm. it's on a loop. So and. I don't Which means know. Exactly we'll have to ride it multiple times. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, obviously, like Heather yeah. heard stuff that I didn't hear. Right. And yes. So it's fantastic. Yeah. Oh my gosh. It's, it's so fantastic. great. <laughs> but then, like, you get to an area where the queue sort of, you know, like fill in all available space. And there's like the, you know, the yellow line, the automatic. And that's doors the first pre show where it's like your, your briefing. Mm-hmm. Yes. And they're like telling you about how you're going to transport into space. Right. 
like and the, sort of the technology ish. Correct. Mind. And they explained. So if you watch us on social media, which before I wrote it, I was like, I forget what the name of it was called. And I was like, Jen, I need, I need footage of the fireball. <laughs> she's, just, she's just like, do you have footage of the fireball? Oh, like, I don't, like, I don't think I was allowed to record there. I don't know. <laughs> so it's like this footage of this thing that's called like the cosmic generator. Yeah. So they like tell you all about the cosmic generator, AKA the fireball. And they talk about it and they show you just like how you're going to have yeah. a jump point that is going to like, access like allow xandar to access epcot so they because they otherwise I mean, it would be right, like right. millions the storytelling of storytelling is on point for the entire time so perfect. i i just kind of want to stop here and i want to say do you guys remember back whenever they released the original um renderings for this ride like i, I don't even know was it like five years ago probably sort of and how there was supposed to be animatronics I don't, I didn't miss them. I was supposed to be. I remember yes. that. I do remember that. There were supposed to so be. There was supposed to be a Groot and Rocket. And I don't believe yeah. it was supposed to be in mm -hmm. this room. It's supposed to be in the next room. The but next I room. will say this. I kind of would have wanted them in the first room. Like, it, I understand that they okay. had to do it for budget cuts. Yeah, yeah, But I yeah. think that, like, maybe having them in the first room, you felt when you were in that original first room, mm -hmm. that briefing room, you you are in the waiting area like you're going into universe of energy and you're like yeah, it, when does the attraction start 100 same exact 100 percent. it felt the same i think wow they might have done it on purpose oh i they had to have done that on purpose because that was what I, like that was my thought when i was standing there i'm like uh -huh. this really feels like kind uh -huh. of universe of energy -ish. i was like I wonder if they did this on purpose. So it made complete They sense. had to. So I will say that animatronics, if there was one place that I wanted them, it would probably be in that room because then um, after you get all of your debriefing and everything, right. you go into the next one. Next pre-show mm -hmm. room. Which also had an Easter egg because you know the girl with the white hair. Mm -hmm. and I can't remember her name. That's terrible. I, um, she plays um, what's Cruella and 101 Dalmatians. Glenn Close. There you go. Yeah, but- did, wasn't she also in Captain EO? She looked was like, she? was she in Captain EO? No, that, that's the other girl. My friend told me, or, or no, Is somebody she? in that, somebody in Angelica, that room. Angelica Houston was in Captain EO. Hold on. Angelica Houston dare. was in Captain EO. Yes. Yeah. yeah. That's who you're okay. thinking of. Wait, is it, are you sure this is Glenn Close? That's terrible. Is it Corilla? Yes. Yes. That's no, Glenn I know, Close. But, okay. Because when she was sitting there talking, all I kept thinking was like, "And Glenn Close is in this ride. She is in this. Okay, okay because she's okay. in the movie. Yeah, because yeah. she's in the movie. Yeah, yep. I just Correct. can't remember her name in the movie. Yeah, yeah. No, you're thinking of Angelica Houston, so no, that's a different person. Well, in that room, in that room, my friend found a Captain EO Easter egg. So what? That that's what she said. No, that's what Nova she said. Prime is her way. Is her name? By Nova the Prime. Nova thank Prime. you. Yeah. I, I just, I, I couldn't access it. I'm like, you know, the white hair. <laughs> right, right. She's got the white hair. So um, now that's what I was told. Okay. I need now to look closer. To look so now it. we have to look for the Captain EO Easter egg in that room. You know, that was like. In that room, that's where they're setting up the plot points though. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So it's like, and I'm reminded a little bit of dinosaur with like Dr. Seeker, like this is what you're going to do. And then like, oh no tracking you know it's like there's a problem <laughs> mm -hmm. and then suddenly as they're getting to the jump point this big 
what are they? Oh, she, what do they call the monster? I don't know. He's like, I forget what his name is, but they're like prepping you. Like they're prepping you like the Nova ship. Mm-hmm. And they, and they then, tell you whatever that monster's name is like. Yeah. But regardless, is that the, monster, like, is that the one in Guardians 2? Like at the very beginning of the yeah. movie? Yeah. 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 I can't and remember the name of Yeah. I can't, I can't remember, remember his name. name. But he pops but it's the up. Same guy. It's the same guy. And he's like sitting there and he's like, oh, I'm going to, like, I'm going to get you and, and your little dog too. No, not that part. Um, and, <laughs> and he's talking about how he's going to stop the jump point from happening. He has to go back in time to fix things. Basically he wants to like jump to another time. So he's closing this porthole that we're supposed to go through. And like Glenn Gloss is like, quick, call the guardians. Nova prime, like call the guardians. And we got, we got it. We got to get this fixed. And of course then rocket pops up and he's like, I reprogrammed the ship whatever our ship is called like to go through the wormhole and and then this is our only chance and it's, now, if it's I'm, a fantastic if, if show you don't nerding out the for a minute their yeah. their ship is called the milano that's the guardian's ship that's the guardian ship but that's not our ship the ship that you're on is called a star jumper basically it's star jumps, jumper thing jumps jumps, yes. jumps 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 what's in front is a star blaster uh, obviously right. and if you've ever seen the movie at guardian uh, guardians of the galaxy the movie at the very end when they do that big force field uh yes. to keep the bad guys from coming through that's that's a star blaster that does that okay star, star jumper is the one that goes from place to place across the universe to, 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 which is which is what we are in exactly for this yeah. ride yep. and so you know Ro- rocket setting this up and the guardians are like i hope this works and then my favorite line is when Chris Pratt is there and he's like, nobody's going to stop rock and roll from happening. <laughs> it's like, yeah. Now, is this when the music kicks in or are you not quite there? Not yet. yet? No. Okay, yet. So yet. when okay. you're in this room, everything goes dark. Oh, like, this part was so cool. And I didn't oh know gosh. about this. This is like, there's one thing that someone that they told me about that, like, I don't want to say it was a spoiler because of the launch, yeah. you know, when you're on the ride, but no, I did not pay attention to anything else. Cause I like wanted to experience it. So right. uh, spoiler alert, just mute your thing for right. like five seconds here. Everything goes dark and then everything yeah. lights back up and the walls are gone. And it's this like- room has expanded further. Yeah. I'm not a star Wars fan. I've never seen the movies. You all know this, <laughs> but whenever you are on rise of the resistance, mm-hmm. you know how like you're in that room with those big, those big yes, the gray guys. Yes. Yes. The gray guys. Yes. The ATAT room has this grand feel of it. And then when they open the doors to like start up yeah. the walkway to the, the, uh, the attraction, that room is like ginormous. It's I huge. never felt at one point, um, claustrophobic in there it's so much bigger and i i i just want to make this point like very apparent if you're watching anybody's social media and you're watching these videos and you're like oh i don't see what the big deal is the detail that went into this that imagineering did is it's it's crazy mind-blowing and we haven't even gotten to the ride yet right so everybody was (laughs) complaining about the um animatronics not being in there it would have been great if they could have added them but Mm -hmm. you don't miss it because that effect alone Lights go out, lights go right back on. Listen, everything's disappeared. So my first time writing it, I met up, like I just happened to run into Panda, like, you know, former and future guests of the show. Right. And I, I, I gave him a hug. He's like, oh my gosh, have you been on this yet? I'm like, no, this is my first time. And he's like, okay. And, and he's like, oh my gosh, you have to wait. And he like, he like runs over and he like grabs, he grabs my arm. He's like, okay, just wait for it. Just wait for it. And like everything goes dark. And, he's <laughs> and I was like, ah! and then it like, I was like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh. Like it was like, 
I had no idea it's that was going to happen. So great. It was amazing. It was amazing. It was like mind blowing. Like I'm just so, trying to think back. to And it. you're not even like, on the ride yet, correct? No, like, you're still, you're yeah, not, that's what I thought. You're not even on the ride. <laughs> you so can't right even now, see the car yet? Correct. You can't even so see right now, you've basically experienced three shows, mm-hmm. and you're yes. not even on the walkway up to the ride because the Galaxarium yeah. apparently that has like an hour plus loop. That I mean, you could be waiting there still and probably never need. repeat it. Right. Yeah. You're looking for all the Easter eggs. Then you walk in the ups the the second level, Little... and you're seeing all these different displays. And hearing then, like little snippets. Mm-hmm. Yes. You're hearing like little things. Then you go into the first pre-show where they like debrief you. And then you go into the second pre-show, which is mind blowing. So let's just give a shout out again to our favorite Imagineer, Zach Ridley and his whoop, team. Whoop, whoop. Fantastic. Knocked it out of the park. And we totally haven't awesome. even been on the ride yet. <laughs> right. Like already you're prepped and I love the Guardians. I'm like, mm-hmm. this is fabulous. Even though I can't mm-hmm. remember anybody's name, apparently. Other than the original one. It's okay. It's fine. Well, um, it's, it's cool, it, though, because this queue will keep you entertained. Because absolutely. honestly, if you, well, even if you get the virtual queue or the I-L-A-S-S, whatever you call it, whatever you call it, <laughs> whatever you get that, um, you're going to be waiting a while. It's like Rise of the yeah. Resistance. When you got the virtual queue, you still had to go into the ride itself. And, you know, you just you still are line. doing you still have to do the line. Correct. So you're going to have to wait. So I'm expecting to wait like an hour or more for this ride, yeah. even if we have that, yeah. which is fine. But like, it's great that you have things to do. Plus, pre-show after pre-show, you get to see things as you go. So it's not mm-hmm. like... Yeah. You know, the, the E.T. ride, forgive me, Heather, in Universal, where it's just this switchback under a canopy. Oh, my gosh. all you're doing back and forth. That's all you're or doing. Rocket, like or awful. Rip Red Rocket or Hulk or something. Like where, and even some Disney queues are like that, too. But I think they're they're wise to the point of let's make the queue at least somewhat entertaining, yes. you know, and like make it stuff to do. So once you get in that building, I think you're set. Yeah. Yeah. So then when it opens up to the walkway and then they shut the doors mm-hmm. behind you. Um, we stayed back because I was like, let's just keep going. And I turn and face the wall and there is a sign right there that yeah. says future port. And I was like, oh my gosh, it's like 1985. This is so amazing. So, okay. Uh, I will say that the one thing that was weird. Did you notice when you were walking up in the walkway, it kind of felt like it was getting narrower and narrower? Yes, I did. So do the, you think that they did that because they make you feel like you're getting off of the ship? I do. I do. I think that's why they do it. And then also, I think it helps to funnel you into the next part. Like so I think it's like, I think it's like a, a, to get a smaller because and you have to go from this big, mm-hmm. I mean, you're filling it all the space, ginormous room into what like is the, the final room queue. Into, into the doom buggy. Mm-hmm. The, the Correct. Cow, the like cattle call have... where you're all funneled into this one place. And so, yeah, makes sense. Correct. Yeah. You have to do that. So, so then when you get to yeah. the top of the ramp after all funneled and maybe you're standing like two, three, four wide or whatever, you go into like this little glass tunnel and that is where you get the first glimpse of the um, train. Mm-hmm. Yes. Where you see the ride vehicle and people are loading. Right. On two sides. And it's on two mm-hmm. sides. That, like, and you round the corner down. and then you can see the one on the other side. So yeah. there are 10 rows, correct, Jen? 10 rows. 10 rows. So 10 they rows. are lo- loading 40 people at a time. So here's the one thing that I think everybody needs to take into consideration. 
Um, everybody's super nervous to say, hey, this is going to be like Rise of the Resistance where they're only going to have so many virtual queues. Yes, that is true. They're only going to have Correct. so many. However, I think this is going to be more like Remy because Remy is constantly moving. Mm-hmm. Yes. So is this attraction. They're pumping out 40 people at a time. And then these where is those people, Rise vehicles? Four per car, correct? Four per uh-huh. car? Okay. Yes, four per car. Yes. Okay. So they're, they're just popping them out. So I do mm-hmm. think that it's not going to be, I don't want to say it's not going to be as hard to get because it's going to be hard to get whenever it first opens. Of course. But I do think that it's going to move along faster. And I think that they're going to give more availability because they know how many people they can get in and out right. of there. And we're also, and I also do hope very much that it's not one like Rise that breaks down a lot mm-hmm. where, you know what I mean? Like we're on a day whenever it was like virtual queue rise could, if it was running all day consistently get in a lot of the backup groups. Right. Whereas hopefully this one won't be down as much. It so they can seem also like it's do as technologically advanced as rise either because rise has so many different components to that mm-hmm. attraction. Like, and this is still yeah. on a track at the yeah. end of the day. This one is not a trackless. Right. It's a coaster. It's a roller coaster. This, this is yeah. a coaster. At, at its base. So yeah, I do know that, um, for the media preview that um some people were on it and they said that the first queue they got stuck in the first queue because something happened in the second queue and i would assume it would be just a malfunction with like the walls disappearing probably so i would think that that would be the only thing really that would Mm. maybe kind of delay anything to happen and i i don't know how long that would take to reset whereas when you're on rise, they got to reset the whole thing. The right. whole thing. Right. And yeah. it's like, that takes forever. Right. Yeah. Yeah. No, so, I, I agree. Um, then, then you go down. Yep. Get down. And then you can, you can ask to be in the front seat and they have four lines. Do they, they have four, four lines, lines waiting or three lines waiting that are straight ahead? Four that lines if you want to wait for the first car. They then set you out like further can off of the attraction to like wait to be in. Do you know what I preferred from the first car though? I preferred the last car. The last car. I rode both. I rode both. A lot of people are saying that. And Mm -hmm. um, again, our favorite Imagineer, Zach, uh, was asking people on social media today, what is your favorite uh, car? And everybody is saying like, oh, I like six. Oh, I like three. I rode one. I rode 10. 10's better. Eight's better. Let's be real. There's not a bad seat on this. There is not a bad seat on this attraction. And after we explain it to you, it will make complete sense. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Hopefully. Right. But I did love, and I loved both experiences. And you're right. There's not a bad seat. But I loved my first experience being in row 10 because of the launch. Oh, yeah. Well, down. I've read that yeah. rows nine and 10 are the best for intensity. Like those are the ones yes. I've seen those tweets, the, for the most intense ride, nine and 10. That's nine the and 10 car, is the most intense. Basically. Yep. And they're telling you that if you are um, a little bit motion sick, that you mm-hmm. should ride in the middle cars mm-hmm. because yes. it's the least quote unquote moving of all of them. But yeah, they move. They they would move the least, I think. Now, how about the, the more... how about the the poo size guests? So the ones that are a little larger uh, in stature. Are they able to comfortably ride this attraction like they were? Most... Okay, good deal. So good deal. think okay. of you getting in an Omni mover, for mm-hmm. instance. Uh, I'm gonna flat out say Haunted Mansion. Okay. Yeah, it is roomy. It's good. Ru- good. This okay. these seats 
everybody was like, oh yeah, I this love is that they roomy. And everybody did. has yeah. their own individual lap bar that holds okay. them in place. So if you're sitting with a kid, your kid's not going to be flopping around like your right. kids in their right. own restraint. You're right. in your you're own. in your own restraint. And yeah. um, if you have. I want to say, I don't want to say like mobility issues, but say if you need extra leg room or something like that, mm-hmm. there is extra leg room in this. Car. These cars oh. were, they're roomy. It was awesome. like getting in a doom buggy. Awesome. Yeah. I rode, I rode next to somebody who was very tall um, and he had no issues. And then I, I rode with a poo size guest as well. Right. And he had mm-hmm. no issues. Like, right. so it's- well, I think that was a failure of seven doors mind train because those cars are so tiny. They're so and bad. I feel as if I'm hoping that they look at that and they have learned from that in recent rides that will have you know things like this because they yeah. know that a lot of people can't ride seven doors because it's just even and I'm because not it, big it, and it's it's honestly tight it's tight suite. for me it's tight it's tight for me in seven you know? doors like especially when you have an autistic ten year old who loves to reach over and just push the bar down as far as he can because he thinks it's funny so that's always awesome <laughs> oh that's fun um, yeah, yeah so like like you feel like you're like restrained and well you feel like you're yep. comfortable like the seats are roomy. And then, so it it leaves the station and I will say for the first few seconds, um, it tells the story and you can pay attention to it. Absolutely. That's, you can pay attention to the story because it's essentially like you're on the people mover. Yeah. You're just Mm -hmm. chugging along. Or like the beginning of Everest where you're just like, like, you're just chugging along. There's no hills. I just want to, I do say that there's no big hills on this. Okay. No, there's no, not at all. You're not going to have at any point where you drop and you nope. feel like your stomach is like nope. in your throat. There's no big That's drops not a thing. Okay. That, in this at all. So you're nope. just chugging along and they're telling the story and then you get to this this tunnel and then all, <laughs> they're like they're like there it's closing. You got to go. <laughs> and this is the one thing that I wish I didn't know about the reverse launch because I think riding that and I did not tell mm-hmm. um Kylie about it. I did not tell her about it at all. So I was like, oh my gosh, and this is where it's gonna happen. And I wish I didn't know about it. And then it shoots you backwards. I mean and it is the smoothest launch I have ever, and I'm a coaster fanatic. It is the smoothest launch I've ever been on ever. It 100%. is nothing like Everest. Everest nope. makes me sick. This this it does cake. not make me sick. It was this, this was better than Hulk launch. This is oh. better than rock and roller coaster launch. I, this is. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm going to say this. This <gasps> is better than the Velocicoaster. No. I was going to ask that question a little bit later mm-hmm. on. But wow. So mm-hmm. I mean. And, and those I, are smooth. And I tell you what. Because. So the cars. We have to. We also. Spoiler alert. The cars rotate. Now, it's not like you're on a spinny ride. Okay, this is no. not the teacups. So you're not like going around and around. This is your car. Like I started in row 10 and then suddenly I was in row one. Mm-hmm. Because now, is, it, is it individual spin or do they all kind of spin at the same time, the same direction think, or? Think your it, traditional Omni mover. Okay. And I'm going to keep going back to Haunted Mansion for this. Yeah. Okay. Or Space Haunted Earth, Mansion, maybe. if you're going through the attic, it's turning you towards it. Right. Okay. And it's no and then, different at one point. You go down just a tiny little bit of a hill. Yep. The Haunted Mansion um, descent out of the attic Yes. is way steeper than anything you'll experience okay. on this So attraction. much steeper. Okay. Absolutely. But, and then when you get into the graveyard, it's turning you towards the things. Yeah. You are essentially in a giant Omnimax theater. Yes. And you're a at roller coaster Screen all around you. And you're riding, I keep saying you're riding sideways, but you're riding sideways because then it's turning you 
towards whatever the next scene is. Okay. It's directing your focus where right, it right. needs to be. Nobody screams. Nobody screams. The amount of people, I laughed the entire time. I yeah. mean, smiles. I had tears <laughs> in my face. I was laughing Same. so hard the mm-hmm. entire time. The guy behind me was going, saying inexplicative, this is yes. blanking amazing. This is blanking amazing. <laughs> Kylie's sitting next to me going, this is the greatest ride I've ever been on in my entire (laughs) life. And we've been on Tron and Shanghai Pirates. Mm -hmm. So we have a different version of what great Disney rides are. And she's like, this is the greatest thing ever. Laughed the entire time. Yes. The entire time. Same. My entire car was laughing the entire time. Like everybody's laughing. And then everybody gets off. When when they pull into the station at the end and you're still turned sideways because they have a, you, you essentially go around what yeah a moon a galaxy galaxy uh there's all got, these stories you're, you're, you're battling the the big guy what mm-hmm. the giant light Isan. man you don't remember his name Isan. he's a celestial Isan. Isan. yes there we yep. go there you go yep. battling Isan. yeah <laughs> you're battling him whatever and then um at one point it does take you up a hill yes you hear mm-hmm. no clicking nothing and That's then you awesome. just spiral down again so I, if you don't know, you don't know because there's no clicking. So it's nothing to tell you, oh, we must be uh-uh. going up a hill. Like click, click, nope. click, click, click. click. No. Wow. That's impressive. I, I couldn't even tell impressive. you like, you know, like I can sit here and tell you with rock and roller coaster, you launch and then you're like over a loop and then you do mm-hmm. this and then you do like a bank mm-hmm. turn. And I can't tell you. I could I could not tell you what that track does. I couldn't tell you what the track does the first time that you ride it if you are paying attention to the screens. However, if Correct. you would be prone to motion sickness and you look down, you can see the track. Yes, you, you can. You can determine what is coming next if, if you, you need, need to do to. that. If if you are prone to motion sickness. But that being said, this is the smoothest, it was most so amazing smooth. attraction ever. And I was trying. It did to not think, jerk you at all. Mm-hmm. Not at all. Not at all. And when you get off, you're not dizzy. No, that's you're awesome. not. I, I love it. It's it's bananas. It's it, bananas. <laughs> I just I can't even tell you. Like the whole, we're talking about laughing. I was also singing because oh like gosh. I got, mm-hmm. I got September the first time. I'm like, this is the best. And we're like, <laughs> well, and that is the playlist. And let me, let me give the audience the playlist real quick. This is what is played in uh Guardians of the galaxy. And there is no, yeah. there's no rhyme or reason as to which one you get. It just happens to be, yeah, it just happens in uh, earth, wind and fire, September, which is what you got. Uh, Disco Inferno by the Tramps, Miami Sound Machine's Conga, which is an 80s song. Oh. Everyone, everybody wants to rule the world. Tears for Fears, Iran by Flock of Seagulls. Of course, they're not there anymore. Uh, right. and, you know, they're they're leaving the uh, the Garden Rocks. And one way or another by Blondie. And Heather, did you get also get September or did you get Blondie song? I got September, and I and got okay. Blondie song a different. Time. Okay, gotcha. Okay, but that's just it. Everybody was singing too yep. because when you're right. on this ride, you're like dancing, like literally on a roller coaster. Like who does that? Who's sitting on a roller coaster seen, dancing and singing? I've been like, watching videos, and actually on my Disney page, I just put up a, a, a video, a ride through of the video for people who wanted to watch it. And every video I've seen, people are laughing, people are cheering, people are loving this ride. They're it's loving amazing, this ride. and it that's not for film. Like yeah. our car, nobody in our car was filming right. during this ride. Okay, no. nobody in the entire train, and this no. is what everybody's doing. Right? No. Right, and it's even just, the people I have, I've seen. I've seen every now and then you'll have somebody who says they don't care for the ride or maybe it's overhyped. It's going to happen. I get it. Mm -hmm. Most of the people that have anything negative to say about this are saying they love this ride. They just don't like it in Epcot, which, of course, is an entirely different conversation. That's a different conversation. But I am going to ask this question to both of you. Knowing what you know now, 
if you could go back and they came to you and said, okay, you know what? You, we've gone back in time now. Before we're, we're planning this ride now. It's going to be the exact same ride. Would you still put it in Epcot or would you put it somewhere else like a Magic Kingdom or a Hollywood Studios? Obviously not Animal Kingdom. Or maybe you would. I don't know. I mean, would oh, you put Animal it somewhere Kingdom. else or do you think Epcot is the right place for this attraction knowing what we know now? Movie-wise, because of what Hollywood Studios stands for, it makes sense to go into Hollywood Studios. However, mm -hmm. my opinion on this is that it needed to be in Epcot. I agree. I am not a, I don't want to say I'm not a fan of Epcot, but we all know Magic Kingdom is my park. Right. I will mosey into Epcot um, maybe at like three, four o'clock, do it for a couple hours, and then head on back to quote unquote my park. Right. I will make it a point every single time I go now to be there at like, well, first of all, to get on <laughs> seven o'clock in the morning right. to get it. I will. I, yeah. I am notorious for not paying for individual attraction selection <laughs> rides. I will not do it. Same. I will pay for this one. Yeah, I'm going to ride it, it again. 100%. Well, and it's 100%. interesting you, the way you said that, Heather. You said that, that this needed to be at Epcot. Is that because this ride needed Epcot or Epcot needed this kind of an attraction? In, Epcot in the, needed this okay. ride. Okay. Epcot and, needed and, this ride because if you are not an Epcot person, you needed a reason to get mm -hmm. you there to say, hey, I, I'm excited about going to Epcot today. Right. And there, it's an ongoing joke all the time. You know, you have your Hollywood Studios people, you have your Magic Kingdom people. I have clients that are diehard Animal Kingdom that mm -hmm. will do it yeah. for three days in a row. They love it. You love your park that you love. Right. That's true. And I love this, Epcot regardless. Yes. But you, you are an Epcot person, prime example. But right. this, for me, who was, oh, I... I was bummed when I found out universe of energy, not that it needed updated, but to not see the little dinosaur chewing the grass as part of like I my tradition, because <laughs> I went the first year that Epcot opened and yeah. I used to love Epcot because it was just, you know, it mm -hmm. was just so awesome. Mm -hmm. um, Epcot needed this attraction. This, and I, it's going to change Epcot's right. whole, whole, Personality. Whole, it, it's it's going to have a whole different vibe. Yeah. Well, I, and I. Go ahead, oh, Jen, go ahead. Sorry. Oh, I was going to say, I just think with the new direction Epcot's going, because mm -hmm. it has, you know, World of Discovery and, you know, like, right. it has all of those different things, it will fit. Like, whereas right now it seems like an anomaly in Epcot, it will make more sense when the entirety. Right. Of the transformation is done, I think. Right. I, I for one, love this ride in Epcot. I haven't seen the ride. I haven't ridden the ride. I've seen it with the walls up, and I saw the ship above the wall whenever I was there in March. Um, but for, for me, I love the idea of this attraction in Epcot. And I know that people are like, well, Epcot was educational. I get that. And maybe this doesn't have an educational feel. But I personally think that Walt would love this kind of futuristic thing in future yes. world. They're not calling it future world anymore. It'll be some sort of neighborhood, blah, blah, blah. Still future world to but me. But <laughs> sitting right there beside Mission Space and right there beside Test Track, you've got three attractions that have to do with space, that have to do with exploration, that have to do with adventure and speed yeah. and technology. There's an earthbound one with Test Track. There's the future one with Guardians. And there's space exploration with, you know, with, yeah. we're right in the middle of the between the two, connecting the two. I think Walt would love this attraction at Epcot. I really mm -hmm. do. Maybe he would have put something more educational in the queue. Maybe he would have said, you know what, let's try to teach some people something. I don't know, but I think he I think he would have loved it in Epcot. And I love this ride in Epcot just for yeah. this reason. So that's just me. I could be wrong. Because but, um, it's Imagineering. Yeah. 
It is the one thing that I will say um, that I think maybe because I have been to Shanghai, that once you've been on Tron and once you've experienced Shanghai Pirates and the verdict is still out because I Shanghai Pirates to me is like the greatest Disney attraction that has like ever existed. I need to ride this ride like two or three more times to see, do I really love it or am I just fascinated with the imagineering of it? to yeah. see if it will take that new title. And I mm-hmm. think it actually will. Mm-hmm. But I think that being at those parks and seeing what Imagineering had the capability to do and then coming back here and saying like, well, why don't we have anything that does this? Yeah. And I mean, Rise of the Resistance, everybody's going to say, oh, you know, they changed the game whenever they did that. And, and they did. Railway. They did. Yep. And then they, they, they just did. brought, I, and it's great. And I it's think fabulous. it's fantastic. But when you've been on those two attractions, in China, and you're like, if you have the ability to do this, why aren't you bringing it to your cash cow park? Mm-hmm. And the answer is because they had this up their sleeve, and this one's a game changer. Yeah. And I yeah. I've tried to describe it to people because everybody's been asking me like, what's it what what it's like? And I always say I've been saying it is Tron meets Flight of Passage mixed with Rock and Roller Coaster <laughs> and Shanghai Pirates on steroids. It's 100. It, it's, That's and awesome. I've not written some of those, but I'm, mm-hmm. yeah, it was my reaction. I should have recorded it. It was like the same reaction as Flight of Passage. Like, Flight of Passage, I got up and I was like, what did I just experience? Mm-hmm. I have to do this again. And that was the same thing when I got off of Guardians. Like, and wh- have you noticed what? that? All those Disney fan sites, like how everybody, you know, even people are saying like, oh, I'm prone to motion sickness and whatever. You're not for every one bad one that you hear, you're hearing thousands of like praises. Yep. So, I mean, the Disney fans wanted this too. They wanted to know that, you know, there is still that Disney magic and that Disney Imagineering again that still exists. And Mm -hmm. this, it's a game changer. 100%. It's amazing. Yeah. So good. It's so, it's amazing. It's so good. <laughs> well, I was going to ask for final thoughts, but I feel like, I feel like you you just said it. I think that's perfect. I think this oh. is one of those attractions that I look forward to riding many times in June if I can. Many times in the future, you know, in ten years from now, this yeah. is will be one that I'll go to and ride again because I, I I love Universal. I know Jen likes Universal. I know Heather is Universal, whatever. Not really no, a fan. The answer's no. um, but Universal is one of those one of those parks that the rides are great. I love the rides. But if I don't ride something, if I don't ride Hulk and I'll visit, I'm like, well, I tried to ride Hulk. It sucks. I didn't get to it. Whatever. If I miss a ride, whatever, there's nothing in, in Universal that I'm mm-hmm. like, I have to ride this ride while I'm here. The first time I'm going, I get to ride Velocicoaster in June, so I'm excited about that. Yeah, I'm so super that's, excited that's, that. that's a different You'll situation. Love that. Like, we'll, we haven't done it yet, but beyond that, if I don't get to Hagrid's, Okay, I want to ride Hagrid's, but I've done it before. I love Hagrid's, but Disney it might be broken is, down. Uh-huh. It's different. And I feel like this is going to be an attraction that I want to go to every single time. And I would be Absolutely. very disappointed if I don't do this, you know, when I come back in October, when I come back in December, when I come back next March, when I come back next summer, whatever. If I don't do it every single time, like a Haunted Mansion or a Runaway Railway or, yeah. you know, or a Slinky Dog Dash, um, you know, something I do every single time I go. And yeah. it, you have to chalk this up with one of those, like, this is going to be a must-do, I think, for a lot of people for yeah. years and years to come. Um, and if you don't care about Guardians, if you're like, you know what, I don't care about this ride, I don't care what people tell you, then this is a great time to go to Epcot because let me tell you, you're going to walk on Frozen. You're going to walk on I was going to say, you're going to get you're on gonna, everything else. You're going to walk on, you're going to steering the boat and living in the land because there will be nobody there. <laughs> <laughs> so. 
Um, yeah, so it's okay. Get... Keep them off my living with the land. I Absolutely. We all get to do this, of course, in June. June 10th, we'll all be at Epcot together, which will be exciting. I'm actually four people in a car. I need to text Kyla real quick to let her know that she's my riding buddy. Okay. Um, so, yeah, get that in there. Heather, I guess <laughs> we're riding together. We yeah. can all four ride together. Why not? Uh, Heather, where can we find you online and come follow you? Because you have an incredibly fun Instagram presence. Where do we find you? I am at the Moana Mom on Instagram and Facebook and YouTube. And um, yeah, you can find me there. We have a lot of fun on Instagram. And yes, you if you're not following our favorite Imagineer, who is truly one of the, mm-hmm. literally the backbone of this attraction, 100%. go follow the Zach Ridley yes. on Instagram. Because mm-hmm. the stuff he's posting about what is upcoming in Epcot, I mean, it's, he's really. It's uh, exciting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's He's doing some big things with this park. He got me excited for Space 220. I mean, honestly, when he was talking about it, doing his posts oh, about yeah. walking through and stuff, I was like, this is so exciting. Oh, so when I got to do it. it was, and I love Space 220. He just did those new renderings for uh, the Moana attraction, the yeah. Journey of Water. I, I know I'm going to cry. And it's like not even a ball. I'm just going to yeah. cry. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. imagining what Disney can do with water. Like I, I like I honestly, oh, it's gonna be I honestly get amazed when I see the the jumping water in Splash Mountain or in Epcot where the water kind of. I would say like in the imagination yeah, pavilion. Like, I just think that's the coolest thing. I'm like, look at that. It's t- the holes are so tiny and it's, it's perfectly timed. What they're gonna do with it is just, you know, I it's gonna blow your yeah. mind. I'm really excited about that. Jen, where can we find you to see all the pictures you're posting now about your previous adventures? Um, at upon a star Jen on the socials and then at Jen underscore Navatni is my personal one and then of course upon a star travel. Um, on everywhere, including TikTok. Including TikTok. <laughs> including the TikTok, TikTok game has stepped up, by the way. The TikTok Ooh, game is shoot, awesome. Yeah. We're, we're doing great on ones. We're doing great on, on, on the talk, as those young people might say. On the talk. I, I don't know <laughs> if they're too say old to call it. I don't, I don't really think are. that's what they call it. That old Tiki Talk thing. My phone still actually autocorrects at T I C K T O C K. I'm like, no, that's not how you spell it. Like, that's not how you spell it. Find me on Facebook at Magic on a Dollar and Disney on a Dollar. Find me on Instagram at The Magic on a Dollar, as I'm hopefully getting close to. 7 uh, 700 followers right there on Instagram. Woo! I'm close to my fingers, which by the way, the day we're recording this, tomorrow is 9 years for my Disney on the dollar page, which I'm real excited Aww. about. So, uh, congratulations. You know, yay yay for me. I built a following and everything. It's awesome. So, yeah, come follow all of our stuff there and of course you can find us at themsepodcast.com. That's our website. We'll put up some links and some fun stuff. Of course, all the show notes are there and all the guests we've had on on the sidebar click on their faces, take them to their website and blah blah blah. Find us on the MSC Podcast on Twitter, on Instagram, and on Facebook, and of course at gmail.com. That's our email address. But feel free to email us about anything and everything. Um, we're still compiling questions. We'd love to get a handful of questions and do a Q&A episode one of these days. I think that would be fun. That'd be mm-hmm. great. Anything you want to ask us about, whatever, we'll you know we'll filter through, yeah. find the best ones, and Jen will send you money or something. I don't know. We'll come up. We'll, we'll figure something. What? He always <laughs> so. nominates you. I know. I get nominated for everything, but I guess. He always tells everybody that Meredith asks the question. So well, that she's, is true. she's very he inquisitive. Does do that. She's very inquisitive. She really <laughs> is. So, <laughs> Heather, thank you so much for joining us tonight. This has been this has been great. Can you talk about it was so much fun. Yes, I can't wait to, to talk on. about the next new thing Woo! that's coming with you guys. Yes, well, we'll have. I mean, well, I'm sure we'll have you on sooner than later because you know you're kind of part of the show now. So quasi producer Heather, Jen, I'm Dave, and of course, don't forget to thank your Phoenicians. Oh, your guardian. Thank you for listening to the Main Street Electrical Podcast. You can find us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at The MSE Podcast. Or visit our website at themsepodcast.com. Be sure to subscribe 
And may all your wishes come true. It's so good. It's like so good. <laughs>